Hello, hello, hello. How's everybody doing today? Did I, did they hear that? Oh, oh, got it. Admit. Greetings, everyone. How are you? God bless everyone. Good Thank evening. you all for joining today. We are hey. so glad to see y'all. Man, it's a blessing. Hey, how you doing? Hello. Hey, how are you? Man. Hi, how y'all oh, doing? Great. Oh, great, great, great. Good. That's a blessing. Yes, <laughs> it is. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Everybody looks so spiffy and just so happy. Yeah, check it out. This is what what we got today. We went. Yeah, we, 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 I love it. It's called. Oh, okay. It's your face. Get your face up. up. Oh, okay. Nice. Nice. I love it. How much are the t-shirts? Huh? Right. I want one. Yeah. How much are the t-shirts? All right. All right. Man, dude, we just we just so glad that y'all joined us today, man. How was y'all day? Was oh, good. Day? Productive. Productive. Man, I, I yeah. Mad. How about you, Miss Keisha? It's good. It's going good. I can't complain. I ain't got no complaint. <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm I'm happy, man. I'm I'm just excited. You know, this is the day that the Lord had made before the beginning mm -hmm. of the world, before the beginning of the earth, before we was even thought about. This day was made for each one of us. I'm so glad to see Toya online. Thank you for joining us, Miss Toya. You hey. made our shirts, you know. We got our shirts. <laughs> we got our Those are nice. Say, get your faith up. Get your faith up. Those Love are very nice. You got, <laughs> Thank you. You got to say it with some, with some, you get know, me. Get your faith up. Get your faith up. You know. <laughs> pick it up. Pick it up, people. Pick it up. <laughs> yeah. So we, we just, just glad, you know. Uh, Toya, how was your day? I asked everybody. It was busy. Very busy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I I understand. I was on a conference call from seven o'clock this morning until I think maybe two thirty today. Oh, you know, different calls, Man. call after call <laughs> after call. You know, half of the stuff I don't even know what they're talking about, but I got to be there. Right. You know, but that's yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah, we're just yeah, preparing for our annual thing. show that's normally in San Diego, but now it's virtual, so it's different. So it's just very stressful. So oh yeah, the the conference that you all do every year, right? Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's gonna be virtual this year, and I've never done a virtual one, so it's wow. stressful. Wow. Yeah, but that's very busy. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. I know. I, I attended the Microsoft Ignite, uh, mm -hmm. and it was like terrible. And not so much as it being terrible, bad, bad, terrible, but when you used to, when you used to mingling and going around, yeah. people, you know, it's, it's, it's a little more exciting as opposed to just sitting and looking at, you know, you know, talking heads. So, yep. so it's, it's, it's challenging, but it's, it's all right. I mean, we got talking heads right now, right? Not here talking. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> Did everybody get their hand out? Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Screen. I'm so glad. Right. I flipped back and forth with the strings. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. I, I'm just glad. I'm glad everybody did get a copy of it. I know it is a little bit more extensive than usual. Yes, it is. But I did want everyone to kind of 
grab, grab an idea of what we're talking about in the book of Romans, because the book of Romans is, is very integral yes. to our faith, our belief, what we believe as Christians, what we believe as who Jesus' purposes was on this earth. You know, you're going to go through the rest of the New Testament and it talked about the, the four Gospels, how Jesus' life was and how he related to different people and circumstances. But when you get to after his death, burial, resurrection, the rest of the, the books of the Bible, which was primarily written by Paul, this kind of sets the precedence of who... Uh, we are as Christians who are faith is, you know, because after we receive the, the spirit of the Holy, the Holy Spirit and it has come upon us and we become witnesses in Judea and all of the world, you know, there's also, you know, a way that we must act. There's a way that we must talk. There's a way that we must evangelize and witness to people. So Paul does a great, um, he does a great uh, analogy of, uh, of so many things that we, if we pay attention to it, if we read it literally, and if we read it figuratively, if we read them in both contexts of the, the Bible, we can get so much out of it because the Bible is black and white. It's inspired yep. by God. It's written by man. It's the written word of God. But when we look for the little nuggets that's in there, the little things that, that, the writers put in there for our good. See, they were, the writers were talking in their time as it was written in the Bible back then. But down through the centuries, you know that uh, uh, something, when a scripture or a word or, or a book or anything like that passes through the centuries, passes through millennia, passes through different generations, then there's a different, there's a, a, a spiritual, um, there's a spiritual connotation to it that, that is always relevant, always relevant, always up to the forefront, always there to meet the need, to handle a situation. And that's why we all agree that the Bible has anything we want to know about it any situation, any obstacle, any blessing, any circumstance that come up, the Bible got something in it to handle it. And I'm just so thankful that we're on Romans 7 now. And I, I really like this, this Romans 7 chapter because it's, it's, it's really, it's not so much that we have to talk about everything that's, that was written verse by verse, but it's a good well-written chapter that you can just talk about when you talk about it, you know, and, and then you feed off of the discussion back and forth between each other to the point where everyone can get something out of it. So with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and uh, open with prayer. Okay. Father God, we thank you for allowing us to gather again to fellowship and to break bread in your word. Lord, I ask that this word will continue to increase our faith and our understanding in your word, in your mission, 
and to be deposited deep down inside of our spirits, oh God. Lord, help us to stay conscious and remain connected to the vine so that we will continue to go further in what we are learning and be able to, Lord, fight the good fight of faith as we hold on to our faith until you call us home. We take none of these Bible studies for granted. We don't take them lightly, Lord, because we know that you have bind the enemy to bless us and release us to come together to pay attention and to allow this to be the focus and the manner that you want us to get in this season. We pray, oh God, that every word that is placed into our spirits, that it will multiply and, and increase and draw all men to you and help us to break it down so that everyone, Lord God, can be blessed and be fulfilled in tonight's Bible lesson. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for all truth and understanding. And Father, we're grateful to be called your children. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 So Amen. what I love about these scriptures to, from... Romans chapter one, all the way up to now, we talked about um, justification. We talked about faith. We talked about peace and our walk with Christ. We talked about our uh, uh, being alive to Christ, being, being transformed and renewed. We talked about how the Paul used the analogy of slaves being bound to sin and then we're being free in Christ. You know, and how the the wages of sin is death, and but the gift of God is eternal life through uh, Jesus Christ our Lord. You know, and man, that's that's everyone knows that. That's one of those evangelism and evangelical scriptures. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life uh, through Christ Jesus our Lord. And that's what we normally when we're uh, ministering and witnessing to people, we tell them that, you know, that you're living in sin and that there is a way out of sin, that you have to, you know, accept the gift of God, which is eternal life. And the eternal life is accepting his son, Jesus, as our savior and believing that he died and rose from the grave with all sin and power in his hand. And if we believe that, that is the gift of God, which God has granted us a second chance to be renewed and reborn and, and, and to the image of Christ so that we can be reconciled back to God. So Paul is great in, in talking about all of this, you know, and he, he talked about Adam being the first man that, that brought sin in and then uh, Christ being the second man that brought uh, grace. And that's where we are now. We, we've, we're finding grace through Jesus. And that, that when we accept Christ as our savior, we are considered released from the law. And that's what channel, uh, chapter seven, I was gonna say channel seven, sorry about that. But that's what chapter seven talks about, you know, released from the law, and then we're gonna be bound to Christ. And bound to Christ is not a bad thing at all. Because the word bound means to limit. We have limits and confined. We are restricted. We have a legal obligation to, to be connected to, to Christ. Now, just think about it. What, what Paul was saying to um, the listeners or the readers in chapter six and seven, he was talking about how slaves are bound to their master. And when we are sinners, our sin 
uh, our sin bounds us to our flesh, and our flesh bounds us bounds us to the uh, the uncleanliness, the unholy works, the unholy things that what he said in scripture that our members do, you know, and and our members it could be so many different things. Our members could be our our mind, our members could be our uh, body. Our members could be our spirit. Our members could be those organs and parts that we use to commit unruly things, you know. But those are the members, you know. Those are the members Paul was talking about. He didn't want to get graphic, but he just said members. <laughs> you know, those are the things that we have to consider when we are walking in the flesh, when we are Amen. walking in, in uncleanliness, when when we have things that, that are going on in our lives that held, hold us bound to sin. Just like the five senses, you know, we, we don't really understand how we are channeling and drawing sin to our flesh by our sight, what we see, lust of the eyes, um, by the smell, you know, we smell something, you know, every scent sets off some type of notion in our hearts and I don't want to say what those scents could be but we know certain sense you know when you're thinking wrong and you're living wrong so sights hearing 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 the wrong subjects can kind of take your flesh to another direction I mean so the five senses are like a gateway to just feed off of sin so we have to really be guarded because five the five senses are like members because they all have the power to draw us and bring us back under captivity of being a slave to sin. And we know sin is our master when we're not born again and alive to Christ. Amen. 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 And you know, oh, anyone else have something to say? We can yeah. pause right there for a minute, you know. Yeah, I, I was going to say you all are right. I, I'm enjoying the, the opening thus far. Um, one, one thing that you did say uh, that was important how about the being bound and in under grace you're you're not bound to the law you're not bound to sin because you're bound to christ which is a good thing as you pointed out but one thing i also noticed based upon something that's in chapter six verse four chapter six verse 14 you're free from the power of sin Mm-hmm. You're also free from the power of sin. And, and because 614 says, for sin shall have no dominion over you, which is a shouting point right there. This for mm-hmm. ye are not under the law, but under grace. So not only are you free to walk into the li- in the liberty of Christ, but you're free from the power of sin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Which means that sin has no... Go ahead. I'm sorry. And also... You're right. And Paul is making, it's like he's letting us see two different mindsets here. Exactly. That, that the one you're talking about, we're no longer, the power of sin has no more dominion. Yet right. become saved and filled with the Holy Spirit. The Holy right. Spirit has the power to help us live. Exactly. Right. You see what I'm saying? So you right. changing two different, right. two different paradigms. paradigms here. Right. Yet, so we got to kind of like shift, you know what right. I'm saying? And move when, when we get that awakening and become born again, and we right. get hunger after Christ because we have mm-hmm. the gift of salvation. Then now right. we are awakened 
we are awakened to the spirit, to the Holy Spirit right. now. So right. he's trying to teach us, like a, it's a rebirth, mm-hmm. trying to teach right. us mm-hmm. the ways of God and the love of God and how to come out of the world by no longer becoming us, doing things that we were enslaved to do. Because yeah. doing right. things that we saw other people do, like, oh, I'm going to get me one. They got them. I'm going to get me one. I'm going to get me a boyfriend. She mm-hmm. got her boyfriend. I'm 14. You know, the, the, those different things that we right. saw and we were just, we didn't know no better. It's a lot of things mm-hmm. that we just did because we didn't know no better. We thought a certain age, we should have a certain thing, but yeah. not necessarily. So Paul wants us to, you know, shift our minds from the carnal thinking and right. on our bodies and our flesh right. to guide us and be our Lord. And shifting us, like you said, the the scriptures are laid out so well to let right. us know how mm-hmm. dead we were. Mm-hmm. And, and the other thing is, too, even in Galatians, he says, don't use your liberty now, your liberty in Christ. Don't use that uh, as a uh, to, to become bound again yes. back to sin. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. uh, one thing to point out, too, um, the New Testament you know, of course, Thomas already mentioned who, who wrote the majority of the New Testament, but the New Testament is not like the Old Testament in that the Old Testament was written chronologically. Mm-hmm. But the New Testament was written, okay, when you read the book of Romans, you have to also read Galatians, Ephesians, and at least Philippians at the same time, because they were both written in the same time frame. Mm-hmm. So you'll have to like read them, you know, like side by, do a side by side. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's where you see some of the language from six and seven in Galatians. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. Okay. And to add to that, like um, mom was saying, like, we just have to be so careful and, and have to, you know, guard our spirits with everything we have, because like you said, um, just with hearing things, you know, seeing things and, and you have to be mindful of that especially with the new generation and the kids that are growing up today. Mm-hmm. It is so much evil out there and so much just mischief that they could just get into from the music to just a simple commercial on TV. Mm-hmm. Like that's right. Like the devil is just just that's so it. busy and he kinda to kill, steal and destroy. And he is like trying to destroy this generation. Even with us, like we still struggle with just simple stuff. And just like, ma'am, I was saying, like, just having that peace of mind is, like, so detrimental because, like, if you don't have a peace of mind, then, like, the devil gonna find some type of way to come in through that. Like, oh, you worrying about something? Let me come in. Let me slide on in there through mm-hmm. here. Okay, so let, let me get you while you're down. So, mm-hmm. like, just to guard that and have that guard and just like Paul said to have those boundaries we have to have boundaries with every single thing because the devil is he's he right there he he tempted Jesus like we're we we right there like he he gonna tempt us too so Mm -hmm. I, I agree with all that so yeah and I and that's why we have to be so conscious of you know, in the flesh, the devil watches us. He pays attention to see what you are hungry for. Now mm-hmm. he's watching how 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 much you desire something. So he looks at right. your hunger. Mm-hmm. He looks at right. 
your uh, vulnerability, like how exhausted you are. He works through your hunger, mm-hmm. your, your um, tiredness. If you're too tired, you know, sometimes you just tell people, go ahead and do something, but you're not conscious that you done already mm-hmm. gave permission to do something right. wrong, something to destroy you, something that later on, you, you done sobered up and got rest now. You conscious now. You're like, uh-uh, I didn't right. mean to tell you to do that. But see, that's what he wants. <laughs> he worked through our hunger, our laziness, and our anger. So we have to be mm-hmm. able, we have to pay attention to how we allow it to fester, that hunger to fester. So we should be shifting all those things to be hungry for the word, get right. our rest, go to sleep at night and get our rest and get our naps <laughs> when we can so that we can be more alert and more vigil and paying attention because the more that you learn about his tricks and how he has worked on us for years and tore us down, you know, now God is building us back up in his word to strengthen us to let us see that now our lights are shining and how we're Mm -hmm. becoming more seasoned as salt in the earth. And we can hear things and we can also discern truth. Now we can discern truth. We don't need to go second guess no more. We can go straight scriptures and we can say look because the scriptures Mm -hmm. are a mirror and if you look in these scriptures long enough you're going to see yourself as looking in a mirror and nobody Mm -hmm. wants to look at themselves all the time if they're out of shape Mm -hmm. and they want to be in shape right because they're comparing themselves to what the commercials are saying that looks good so (laughs) God is saying I want you to look at this bible because you're looking at a mirror I want you to know are you following me? And if you're not, this is where your downfall is at. These scriptures mm-hmm. let you know where you hang, where you're you're stumbling, where you're 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 hindered because mm-hmm. there's certain things that a lot of us still yet haven't broken away from. And God will mm-hmm. those things in, our, in that secret place and at night, you know, whenever we're alone, He'll bring something to our attention. And then He'll also mm-hmm. see how we no longer do the things we used to do, and we don't mm-hmm. turn to that as the first reaction to things that we normally used to just reach for mm-hmm. now like, wow we can see progress we can see that we're running we can see that we're getting strong and we're building muscle mm-hmm. and faith and that's what the lord wants us to be excited about that's why we say get your faith up because right <laughs> well, we you know it's a faith walk it's not just i want faith for a material thing you got to have mm-hmm. faith in order for this word to grow inside you for this word to really guide you and show you which way god say go down the path mm-hmm And like you were saying, too, um, as soon as you trying to go straight on that path, it's like the devil, like, hold on, wait, wait, come back. Hold on, come back. You're going a little too far. He'll try to send your friends, you know, family, everybody. So, and you, you gotta, like you said, you gotta be awake. You gotta be woke to the Mm -hmm. word and be like, hold on, say like, Mm -hmm. no, I know cause I, this right here. And when I'm feeling like this, I don't need you for this. I don't need that temptation. Okay. I could go. Okay. In the Bible and go to this for comfort. I, I, I can go to this for stress or whatever the problem may be but like you said Ma, like we we have to stay alert at all times so mm-hmm. even when we at out even when we're at our strongest point he, he's still gonna be trying to just push so and pull and like hey like yeah uh-huh yeah come on back so yeah you're right <laughs> yeah i appreciate what you said about um how how the enemy tries to work in terms of senses mm-hmm. and um one thing I always say about Genesis, Genesis is ever so pregnant with life lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, two things you mentioned uh, that still, I mean, that goes from Genesis to Revelations uh, that's talked about in some way or another. 
how the enemy will work on either your hunger slash your appetite or your mm-hmm. anger. And right. two right. things that trip mankind up in the book of Genesis all the way up to now is hunger and appetite slash mm-hmm. anger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so, and, and what I also like about Paul, because he was a Pharisee and he knew the law, he knew the Torah, so he knew how to um, bridge and synthesize certain things as far as the Old Testament and the Torah mm-hmm. and the New Testament and what he's writing. So um, that's another thing that he did. He, he, he looked at and he talked about things that were uh, pertinent to the Old Testament as far as the law, mm-hmm. hunger, appetite, anger. And he brings it out in various ways in the New Testament. And so it's amazing how he weaves it together you know, not only is he a writer, but he's also a scholar. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, when you look at how intrinsic the, the New Testament is, it's because he was able to weave the old and the new, but yet show you the more excellent way of grace. And that's that's where six and seven comes yeah. about. Amen. That is so true. And, and that's the importance of understanding what bondage is, you know, spiritual bondage, what the bondage of being a slave, being bound to someone. When you're bound to sin, or like Paul was talking about, the slaves being bound to their master or, or being bound to sin, those are the, the, the enticements that's, that's going to come to you, the sinful enticements because mm-hmm. of the anger, the thirst, and the hunger of all those things. So he wanted the people to, to understand that they are in spiritual bondage and he used examples of slavery to just so that they can understand from a natural perspective things and by him being a scholar like you said dr marcel being a scholar he knew how to interwove uh different scriptures and different things based on his understanding of the law how he can get people to see the perspective that he was trying to reach, that he would order the uh, message that he was trying to make. And that's important because in chapter seven, he goes on and use for a, an example. And for his example that he talked about, you know, it's, it's really interesting that he would use this example because this example, it says, and, and note, I just want to make a note that and chapter six, he used an example. Chapter chapter five, he used an example. He he, he goes out to express. He says, for example, in the scripture. So he wanted the people to get what he was talking about. And he figured a better way to get them to know un- and understand what he was talking about, what it means to be bound or, or uh, subjugated to something. He used this example which was the the law of being married to a husband and everything. So I'm going to read this example. And then I'm going to give you another uh, uh, another point of view that the Bible talks about. And it's in the same perspective, but it's, it's more or less showing how God looked at things and then how Paul was intimating it to the people that he was he was uh, ministering to. He said, for example, by law, a married, a married woman is bound to her husband as long as he is alive. But if her husband dies, she is released from the law that binds her to him. So then 
if she has sexual relations with another man while her husband is still alive, she is called an adulteress. But if her husband dies, she is released from that law and is not an adulteress if she marries another man. So this was his example that Paul used. He used the, the law of marriage, the law of marriage, which was one of the laws in uh, the 613 uh, books, uh, 613 laws that were in the Old Testament. And what I, I understood that he was trying to make the point was, you know, how a married man and the woman are bound together in matrimony, how they are together as husband and wife. And she's bound to that man as long as he's alive. Now, let's think about what he's talking about um, on, in the perspective that he's trying to get them to see about being bound to sin. So he's also teaching, he's also using this to bring forth the understanding that to be bound to someone until they die is, is the law. So that means if that person dies, then your obligation to that, that particular person ends. Just like with sin, when we are uh, spiritually, you know, cutting ties, when uh, our spiritual understanding, our spiritual belief, our spiritual uh, thought process, we are, when we are reborn, when we are, like Paul reiterated, when we are baptized into the newness of Christ, then we are no longer bound by that, that, that that law or that spiritual connotation has died uh, that bound us to sin. And he goes on to says, but if her husband dies, she is released from the law. So he's talking in in an allegorical way, saying that if uh, if her husband dies, then she's released. That means if if she's still in that in that situation, she's still there, and her husband dies, mean her commitment or her uh, her bound commitment or like I said, the, the legal um, justification of being with that husband dies. Just like if we are still studying the law or we're still living in sin or we're st still out there doing our things in the world. And and that that feeling, that characteristics in us, that that spirit, that, you know, that thing that bounds us to that flesh. When our flesh dies, then we are not long, no longer held captive to the law of sin. Okay, and also I want to um, um, add to that. I also looked at that analogy as when when the other mindset here becoming alive to Christ. Okay, did did from sin mm -hmm. and alive to Christ. Okay, we are married to Christ, just like the woman was married to her husband. We're married to Christ when we become alive in Christ. Mm -hmm. And that's a relationship that Christ wants us to have, like a marriage with him, because he's getting his church together and gathering his church, which is his bride. So we are part Amen. of that Amen. wedding. And so, we have to look at the power of 
becoming alive and, and following the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit yes. is all of that yes. work in this process. Yet we just, okay, Lord, I love you, Lord. And we praising him. We trying to understand one scripture after another scripture, but the Holy Ghost done did all the work. <laughs> now we Come on now. be willing to surrender and follow the process. <laughs> and so I, I thank God also looking at what Paul did. He knew that he was talking to uh, not born again believers. So he had to connect the, their, their simple mind to the word of God. Mm -hmm. And so he's writing the scriptures and yes. trying to connect their carnal minds to the word of God. How do I yes. make this connect? How do I get them to wake up and realize this is serious here? Because they, because they, if they broke, if a woman broke the law and committed adultery, she could be stoned and many were stoned. But yet Jesus was so merciful in that example when all those men's, men accused that woman of committing adultery. He wrote on the ground, he who was without sin cast the first stone. So they didn't know what Jesus was going to do in that situation. So I thank God that he's so merciful towards us. And then just think about it like this. The woman, husband, when he died, the woman that was married to her husband and bind, and was bound to him, when he died, she was no, she had, she had fulfilled the law then. She fulfilled it. When he died, she no longer was obligated to no more fulfillment of that law. She had fulfilled it. So she's free to go. She can remarry somebody or she can stay single. But what Christ did for us, he died on the cross. He bore all of our infirmities, diseases, and sin. Mm -hmm. And he allowed us to go with him on the cross before we even identify with these scriptures that we were one day we we're going to read these scriptures he picked and foreknew us and chose us to be predestined to know this information and to follow it and to accept his his ways and his his will for our lives so christ died on that cross for all of our sins he fulfilled the 613 laws that we no way we could have ever tried to begin coming from a gentile mindset so far away from understanding well why i gotta do this why i gotta do that i mean he, he he took care of all of that. He took care of all that confusion. Yep. So what he's saying is that I'm going to reboot you and, re and and blow my spirit into you and make you become alive. You better me. preach that word, sis. Come on now. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So the Holy Ghost, you know what I'm saying? He takes over. And also in Hebrews, I'm sorry, Romans chapter eight, verse, I think two or three, it says, for the law of the spirit, for the law of the spirit of life in the spirit, so come on, let me get it right. Hold on, hold on, y'all. I had it together. I'm going to read this to you. Hold on. Mm -hmm. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. So right there, the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost, you free because the Holy Ghost is the, the spirit that gives us life. That's yes. breathing God's truth inside of us, telling us, uh -uh -uh, don't go that way. When we right. the laws of this land telling us everybody can be gay, everybody can, uh, one minute you can be homosexual, one minute you can be straight, you can be whatever. Uh-uh, Holy Ghost saying, no, 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 no. The Holy Ghost is breathing life into us, letting Amen. us know, uh-uh, don't do that. Don't fall into Amen. that because they're making it a law and nobody, well, you know, those hate crimes when people don't like your sexual preference, that we're not no parts of this world system. We are a part of God's kingdom. His kingdom is invisible. It's within us, guiding and showing us how to align our lives and ourselves up with God and his word and the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit, and then a lot of people don't want to believe this, right? But what is, what's so beautiful about it is that the Holy Spirit comes into our hearts when we accept Christ as a down payment of all the promises to come. All the promises, you know what I'm saying, are in Christ that are yes and amen. Those promises are coming. We have eternal life. We have so much to look forward to. Yet 
we we don't hear it often so we we're not shaken by it we're not understanding how much we need to shout how much we need to praise our way out of it because the bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous but the lord delivers him them from them all meaning that we're going to be we're going to encounter some pain y'all we're going to suffer some we're going to be treated unfair because of what we stand for we stand for the light the truth we we are following christ because we're chosen to love him he knew us before we were even sent here to earth and so we have to wake up and get our faith up to realize that's what god is saying you have so much that i have in store for you eyes have not seen nor have ears heard so we know that we are part of this beautiful blessed sure assurance of hope that God has established in his word. He's the hope of glory. Jesus is the hope of glory. So he wants all the glory. It all is his. We lavish it on him. And what he wants us to do is is be in agreement with his word. Mm -hmm. Be in agreement with my word. If you don't understand it, be in agreement until the Holy Ghost further our understanding and our likeness in the image of Christ. Amen. 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 I ain't say nothing. You go keep on going. Keep on going. Fire. That fire. Fire. I'm trying. Oh, girl, don't say that. So well. I'm trying. But you know what? I I, I agree 3,000% with her. It, you know, it, it it we have to be connected. We have to be connected to the, the, the power of the Holy Spirit in order for us to be for us to, to be changed, for the change yes. to show in our lives. Yes. I mean, you know, it's it's important that we exhibit this outwardly to the rest of the world. You know, Paul, when he came on the scene, you know, nobody believed that he was saved. Nobody believed that he was transformed. Nobody believed anything mm-hmm. about his walk with Christ because he was he did such a great job of persecuting and, and being bound to the law until when he became free in Christ. Nobody believed him that much. So God had to infuse signs and wonders in his walk. And that's what we have to exhibit when we're moving forward in Christ. No matter what we're going through right now in, in our lives and our situations, we got to show that we are no longer bound to the law and, and that we are bound to Christ. Being bound to Christ means that we're all in for him. We, I mean, when we're walking in situations and walking in things that come up, we are bound to Christ, meaning the walk, his mannerism, what his teachings are, the, the fires of the Holy Spirit indwelling in us. When we're walking into a room, no matter how bad it looks on the outside, that we still have the light of, 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 of the Holy Spirit dwelling in us, that it is not going to shake us, that it's not yeah. going to make us feel as if oh you know because we are and I say this all the time we are the light we are the light of the world I don't care what no one says about all that new age and all that Harry Krishna stuff and all that stuff that's going on we are the light we are the chosen examples of who Christ is and his teaching today and we have to let our light shine so that others can be released from their bondage. There's so much, like Denise and, and uh, Keisha was saying, there's so much bondage going on out here in the world that when we we have the answer and the answer dwells within us and then it is Christ. So that's what Paul was saying. You know, we died to the law. I mean that the law is sin. The law is what 
it reveals sin. And if we die to the law, that means we are living by grace. We are living in peace. We are living in joy because we know that after death, for us, there's eternity with Christ. So other people don't know that because they're still stuck on, you know, if I work this way, if I put up enough this, or if we say enough prayers here and there, or if we do the works, then we might have eternal life. But Christ told us, oh, we have to believe on him and we will be with him. And that's the message that we have to continue to tell people that well, they are free in Christ Jesus to walk by faith, not by sight, to believe that he is the son of God, believe that he died for our sins with, and that we have all power through the baptism of the Holy Spirit to do those same things and, and to help bring others I, I'm not saying we have the power to save others because I've heard in churches that say, I'm going to get you saved today or I'm going to lay my hands on you and, and you're going to be saved. But it's the spirit that wills what happens when we speak. And that's what we should be willing vessels of Christ, of the Holy Spirit, to allow the Holy Spirit and Christ to do the work through us. And also I want to add, how amazing God's plan is so divine. It is set in, in motion. Here it is. The Lord knew that, okay, when Adam sinned, God had a plan for that sin. And that sin was years down the road, he was going to establish the law. You know, the Ten Commandments and then was added to that, the Mosaic laws. God added all that to reveal sin within us, to let us know that we're living in darkness and we don't know which way we're going, yet we are hell-bent backwards. And the Lord established the law so that he can show them how sin was our slave master. Mm -hmm. Sin was our slave master, but the people moaned and groaned and thought the law was their slave master. No, the law wasn't. The law was God's divine word. It was the Pharisees who was the law keepers who was out there picking on people and, and watching who was cheating mm -hmm. and who was lying and mm -hmm. who was underhand and doing stuff. They felt that they could do the work that the law was supposed to convict us and do. And that's where God, Jesus was upset with them when he came on the scene and in the New Testament, telling the Pharisees when they were complaining about the disciples' hands being filthy, you know, he was letting them know that their cups was filthy on the inside. They wear these robes and they walk around like they're prestigious, uh, prominent people standing for righteousness when Jesus was letting them know that their hearts, their, their hearts and their mouths were so far away from him being in the truth of the living Christ, whereas Jesus didn't want to take it. He wasn't taking it. He wasn't listening to their buffoonery. Mm -hmm. And so today we have to understand the law was good. It was the sin that was in us, in them, that they didn't want to look at it. They didn't want it to remind them of how wicked they were. And also they didn't want to know that they had committed no sin because where there's no law, there's no offense. Mm -hmm. So if it ain't no law, then don't tell me I can't have your dog. I can come over to your house and get what I want. Just imagine if there was no laws, y'all. People could see what you have obtained attain, and say, I want it. Just like the thief does anyway. If you let the yeah. thief know what you got in your house, he knows what time you leave him, what time you'll be back. He watch your ways. He study and watch you. But God is so merciful that he established laws because God is a God of order. He is a God of justice God and of order. order. And that's what I love about his, his look, dispensation of grace, 
dispensation of the, the 613 Mosaic laws. I mean, he's just rolling everything out for us, y'all, to just grab a hold of this, to understand. And where we are right now, we can kind of sense that we could be in the middle of our race because we might look at our age. We're middle 50s. We might live to be 100, but then we're looking at, am I in the middle of my race now, Lord? Whereas the devil want us to keep up with stuff like in the natural and kind of like say, oh, I may have about 15 more years. So let me go out tonight to this club. I ain't gonna really get involved in that. But see, that's the enemy lying to us, trying to weaken us and pull on us. But we so close, we so close to the other side of getting over on the other side of this, which is glory. There's glory after this. So we got to all always keep God's word relevant and conscious in our minds and in our spirits. And we have to guard our spirit because whatever you let come down into your mind enters into your subconscious mind. And it repeats all of that dirt, all of that filth, all of that wickedness and songs. If you're listening, sitting up listening to blues, this, you're going to hear that in your spirit at night. You're going to hear, ooh, bumping. If you listen to that stuff all day and you get that in your spirit, it is unclean. So it's going to come up. But if you get Amen. the rule of God in you, that's what you're going to hear when the Holy Ghost is speaking a word to you, blowing God's word into your spirit because it's life, it's breathing, it's living, and it's forming everything that God has designed for his word to do to connect us closer and closer to being in his presence because he's within us. God is on the inside of our spirit, on the inside of us, speaking to us, connecting us to him through his word, through our faithfulness, through our, you know, serving him, committed to him all the way to the end because he knows our hearts and therefore he don't want us to be walking around feeling defeated and walking by condemnation because we fail. He said, he said, repent, Turn to me, acknowledge your wrong. And I got, like David said, David said, Amen. Psalm 32, blessed is the trans, blessed is the man who God forgives his transgressions. Mm -hmm. When the Lord has forgiven your transgressions, you are blessed. Mm -hmm. And I mean, David knew it because David knew he had screwed up so many times that mm -hmm. the Bible ain't probably even recorded all that. Mm -hmm. And so just imagine how beautiful God talks about David having a heart for him and how he exalted him and forgave him for murder, adultery. I mean, uh, uh, killing folks yes. that he probably even killed. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Kill people he shouldn't probably kill. Just because, and, and that's why God was like, your hands was too dirty. I can't let you build my temple. Your son, I'm going to bless him to do it. And so David understood that because he shed too much blood. So God mm -hmm. is the one of vengeance. He is the one that satisfies his wrath. His wrath is holy. So what we must do, that's why we got to always come before the Lord and say, God, search my heart. I don't like feeling this way. Yes, I'm, yes. I'm not right, God. I'm thinking the wrong things about these people or about this yes. situation. Help oh, no. my spirit down, God. Grant me favor. Let me continue to know I'm walking in victory, Lord. Fight for yes. me. And when you are living right, like my auntie says, heaven belongs to you. So that's part of that. You are partakers, as Jesus says, and as Paul says, we are partakers in the spiritual inheritance because the Father has blessed us to know his son. He sent his son to let us know, I love y'all. So I'm going to send you my son. And, and he's coming. He's been prophesied that he will be there. So accept Christ because he is the Messiah. And so today, that's why so many people are just sitting back not understanding this because we got to show them love. We got to show them that God is a God of victory. He's just like Paul explained it. It's a relationship. Our Father. We, we are Amen. his children. We are claimed by him. We are claimed. Amen. So 
we got to get our minds off our earthly families in that setting and shift our minds and get our faith up to the spiritual part of our journey because we're on a spiritual journey y'all we really are we're growing and the old man is falling off of us the old man is dying every day when we don't yield to that temptation mm -hmm. he you know what i'm saying and, and and yeah the devil watches what you done overcame and how you telling your testimony mm -hmm. And he's mm -hmm. at you. But as long as you keep shouting, I'm, Jesus, I love you, throwing your praise music on, mm -hmm. telling him, God, search me, search me, Lord, search me. When yeah. you get before God, he is a just God to look within you and cleanse you. And the enemy cannot have no partake in hurting you, a harm, not a hair on your head that devil can touch. Mm -hmm. He cannot take one day from you that the Lord has granted to give to you or any blessed thing. So that's why we have to understand the God we serve. He is magnificent. We don't even have enough vocabulary together. <laughs> we don't mm -hmm. have vocabulary how to talk about how marvelous he is. The, he's unsearchable. He's unsearchable. We, we right. have to understand. We don't. We wouldn't make it a day if he showed us the spiritual things that we are speaking against the devil and his with his word. We couldn't handle them demons that would be sitting there with them horns on their head, watching mm -hmm. them little funny eyes, y'all. They show there. They're there. Right. They are there. And that's why we got Amen. to be careful to pray over the things that we buy, pray over the things that we hear, we see, we touch, we taste pray over that stuff. Because people right. are putting witchcraft in all kind of pretty packages, y'all. Mm -hmm. Pretty things. And we like so when you when you ain't feeling right, when you leave a place or you eat something, pay attention. That's discerning. Mm -hmm. discerning yeah. to you. That might not be good for you. That might not, that mm -hmm. might be an attack against you. And the devil is trying his best to take us up out of here. That's why we cannot have no partake in the world. We have to partake in God's righteousness and his word and his kingdom. Amen. 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 I thought somebody wanted to add on to it. But... <laughs> He summed that up beautifully. Show it up. Let, let, us, let us conclude now. Dr. One thing I did notice, uh, <laughs> and I had to write about Romans 7 in one of my uh, assignments for class, was about that whole thing between, was it verses, at least starting verse 15 to verse 25, where mm -hmm. there's that contrast and Denise touched on it in a way where, you know, when you desire to do good, evil might be present. And there's always that war in your members. And so, like Paul says, you know, in so many other words, you know, when I desire to do good, that the things that I want to do that are right, yeah. uh, I want to do them. But then there's that other law that tries to work in me, uh, which is the flesh because I'm human. And uh, the thing that I would do, I don't do. But the thing that I don't want to do, I wind up doing. Mm -hmm. And that's because, again, there are two laws working in you at the same time. And he, he summed it up. He said, whenever I desire to do good, evil is always present. But even though evil is always present, he already set the precedent back in uh, Romans 6 and 14. Number one, sin doesn't have any dominion over you. Mm -hmm. uh, number two, you're not bound to sin. You're not bound to the law. Yeah. And because you're not bound to that, you're bound, you know, you're, you're, you're bound to grace. Um, don't use your grace as a get out of jail free card. 
Yeah, basically, you know, um, or uh, as some people might put it, you know, they'll pray in advance, God, you know, you, you know my heart. <laughs> so I might have to do this this one time, but I ain't gonna do it no more. Right, I've been there. And so so yeah, you know, you you can't always do that and expect to give away uh, get away now. And your naivety as a as a Christian, okay, until you know better. But yeah. when you know better, you do. Uh, you know, it's a sad day when you wake up and you're like Samson. Where it says in that one scripture, there's that one scripture they call it one of the saddest script, saddest verses in, in scripture in the Old Testament, where it says, and he did not know that the Lord had departed from him. Mm-hmm. Sad moment. And David, and David too, Psalms 51. Yeah. I take your spirit yeah. away from me. You know yes. what I'm saying? So we know that it costs you. It costs yeah. you to and walk so, with God. It costs. Yeah. And so right. Sam, you know, Samson thought he could get up and do whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. And it wouldn't cost, cost him. He thought he could get up and do whatever he wanted. It wouldn't hurt him. He would still mm-hmm. be Samson. And But one day, <laughs> he woke up, and he did not know that the Spirit of the Lord had departed from him. So, and that's why it's so beautiful for us to study the scriptures now, to be exactly. focused on, on our grace, to understand yes. how precious this grace is. Yes. You know? yes. It's very precious, y'all, because... Yes. The Lord is protecting us from danger that we can't even see. Yeah. Right. He's shielding us. Yeah. And 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 even if I could be transparent, because I've never told anybody about this. Actually, the only person that know about this is Thomas. So I'll just say it generally. Um uh-uh, uh-uh, tell it all. No, I'm just playing. Go ahead. I'm just playing. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I'll tell it, but you know, I, I need no, I'm to, just playing. Uh, Go, I'm just playing. It's all good. No, I'm gonna keep it. I I, I I won't make it a long story. I'll, you know, the journalist will come out. Um, back in 2015, uh, it was February 25th. I had a unique awakening. Not, I won't call it unique. I basically, uh, it was a broken, it was a broken, um, it was a broken engagement. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was crazy because I got the quote unquote Dear John letter uh, when I was in traffic. And thank God I pulled over and didn't have an accident reading oh, the wow. reading the text message. That's that's part of it. When I got home, uh, that person wasn't there, but the ring was still there, even though uh, a a a, uh, a string of pearls was stolen. But oh well, uh, I got over it, got through it, got healed from it, and everything. But one thing I could can say in terms of the presence of God, and I'm speaking from experience. You know, when when people leave, that need to leave. Was that auto leave? Was that will leave? Even though it was a broken engagement, when they leave, it's amazing how the presence of God shows back up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Mm, that's good. Even even in them leaving and even them and them uh, breaking things, you know, only so much was broken because God was able to mend everything back together mm-hmm. over time. Yes. Amen. Uh, and, and heal the heart over time and yes. so forth and so on. So, uh, and, 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 and it's amazing because I did go to therapy for that. But one thing I had to do to heal from it, um, you know, being the romantic part, and then this speaks to brokenness. That's the only why I'm going into the story. Mm-hmm. Um, and, 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 and in Romans 7, you know, where it says what I wouldn't do, I do, and what I don't do, I do. Okay. Um, the place where I did propose, because I'm a romantic, 
And uh, I did it on a very snowy day on February 5th, all the way up in the sky uh, <laughs> to heal from that. I didn't have to just go to therapy, but to heal from that, I had to go all the way back up on the 94th floor to that restaurant, John Hancock building, and have lunch and, and all by myself and pray and have brunch all by myself, not tell nobody about it, not talk about it, but just have it all by myself and just allow God's presence to surround me and heal because sometimes, sometimes the things that you don't want to do is the things that you'll need to do to heal, yeah. you know? So it's in a, in a way, it's much like even like those in the book of Numbers who had to look at this, the brazen serpent to heal mm -hmm. after they had put their mouth on the man of God and they were dying. Yes. But they had to look at something in order to live. Yeah. And so um, Romans, to that point, Romans 7, you know, 15 through 25 definitely brings home. Yeah. So, Amen. That's it. Oh, wow. Amen. 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 And, and that is, that is, that is so, when we think about it, that is everything that we should hold our hearts on and hold our spirit man to, you know, that there is times and there will be times that we're going to be tested, that we're going to be tried. And there are going to be situations that's going to come up in our lives that we're going to have to know that we are saved, that we are walking in the liberty of Christ. We are, we are walking with the spirit of God abiding in us, you know, and Paul wanted every, Paul went on and tell us, you know, we got to stand in, in, the, in the liberty that we are in Christ Jesus. When we standing in a liberty of, in Christ Jesus, you know, that made us free from those laws, then we can move forward so much better. We can go to that 96th floor and we can sit there and say, okay, Lord, creating me a new spirit, you know, hold my heart, Lord. I'm trusting you to, to mend the, the tears that I went through. Or we can go to our job when our job is, is, is just the worst thing in the world and we don't want to be there no more. But we can go there and we can say, Lord, I know you're with me. <laughs> your rod and your staff is going to comfort me. Comfort me. Come on now. And so when you go through, through those situations, you're no longer bound to the sin. You're no longer bound to the law because you know that there's freedom in Christ. There's freedom in understanding that he will be with us. Like he said, I, lo, I will be with you always. Always don't mean just because you're having a good day. Always don't mean just because everything's going good in your life. Always right. mean through the good, bad, and the ugly. And, you know, we have to. We have to get to that place where just like Paul, he didn't have a problem telling his testimony. He didn't have a problem telling the, the good, bad, and indignant things that he went through. His stoning, he went to jail, all those things. He didn't have a problem with that. We have to get to a place as saints, as believers in Christ, uh, that telling our testimony, telling people how God restored, renewed, and, and redeemed us. You know, so many people... You know, we see it out on the outward part, people with the suits, people with the dresses, people with the Bible under their hands. But when when you know their glory, 
I ain't gonna talk about the story too much. I'm talking about the glory that mm. every individual have encountered, have enjoyed, have have understood being in the liberty of Christ. You know, that's a glory that we can tell anybody. Just like those people that was healed. Each one of them that got healed by Jesus, he told them, he said, go, don't tell nobody. But what they do, they couldn't keep it to themselves. And it's got to be like that with us. We got to not keep things to ourselves because uh, we overcome by the words of our testimony. And when others hear our testimony, then they can grab a hold to that freedom. Because we could say, yeah, I was most like you. I used to drink and I used to this. And yes, I did this and that and the other. But the Lord delivered me. The Lord kept me. The Lord saved me. And that's our evangelical uh, push. That's the way that we are able to tell and teach people and show them that there's life and liberty in Christ. And also, I know that I'm guilty of this, and we probably all are. When we have seen certain people on different platforms, and we hear what they're saying currently, but behind behind the scenes they were dragged through the mud um they were told they weren't going to live but god resuscitated and changed their story mm -hmm. and made it powerful that they are placed on those platforms and yet when we do realize and hear what you don't even look like what you've been through. That, that's where your heart begin to open up more. And that's where all of that, that conviction and all of that thinking that they were goody two shoes and, and you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And they went to school and that's why they get to do that. No, 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 no. God is the judge. God exalts one and puts down another. That's so, right. I love the fact that our testimonies are showing people that I was once ugly, I was once broken, I was nobody and nothing to myself, nor did I love myself, nor did no one love me, but God cared that much about me that he stepped in on the scene, heard my cry, and blew on me and changed my whole life, changed my whole aura, my whole circumstances. And that's why we are now able to testify alive to Christ. We are Amen. alive to Christ because who did that for us? Who pulled us through the mud? He said, I will not leave you nor forsake you. And that is true what he spoke mm -hmm. to Joshua. He's talking about all of us children because we are his part of his kingdom. We are part of his word. We are adopted. And as Paul explained, explained adoption, in the Roman days, when a child was adopted into a family, they went in front of people as witnesses that that child was being adopted and that child received all the inheritance of that new family mm -hmm. that he became a part of. He didn't have to work from the bottom up and earn that over years. No, the first day he got everything that every blood child got. And that's what I love about God letting us know mm -hmm. that we are adopted. We are adopted. We are blessed. Adoption to this world means, oh, you don't, you nobody, nobody wanted you. You rejected. Uh-uh. Mm -hmm. We are, we, we are, mm -hmm. we, I'm trying to tell y'all, we got a dance that we're gonna have one day when the Lord, we got a praise that the earth ain't heard yet. 
You know what I'm trying to say? The earth don't know yet who our daddy is. And I mean, we, God gave us all our skin color. Yes, we are hated on as African-Americans in this earth, but we also know there's something beautiful about this skin because it glows. It has distinctions and different ranges of color mm -hmm. and hue. Sure and so the bottom line is that Jesus, we know it's something about why you made us this color because everything that has color, when you look at a canvas, everything stands out that got its color. Everything stands out that got its color. It makes the masterpiece even more beautiful, more alive. Amen. We know that our praise, our color, whatever God wanted us to be, we are wonderful. So we should never want to be the minority of the white race just because the white people have that much hatred against our skin color. We are to just walk in humility, continue to love who created us and get connected to Christ because we know that there's victory after this, there's joy. I mean, even in the going through, we see the victories. We see because I love my skin color. I don't never want to be white. Yet there's so many, I'm sure people that like our skin color feel so bad about being born black. No, love your color. Love what God created you to be. Your creator knew yeah. how to make you stand out. He knew, and you being persecuted for that color. You being persecuted by your hue. So you got to walk in victory and hold your head up and understand that that temple is a, is a temple that you must guard. You must guard your spirit, guard your heart, guard everything about you because this is a temporary house that we're in. And so the devil wants to destroy you based on those types of attacks that we are being attacked with in this earth. But we have to know we're going to take, we're going we gonna to walk with God because we're going to follow his knowledge. We're going to follow his wisdom. We get, we getting our bread from this book, the Holy Bible. We getting mm -hmm. our bread and our manner from this and instruction. And so we're going to forever be blessed and we're going to be able to, I'm telling you generations to come, we will be gone, but yet our descendants will be blessed because they will be a part of the, they're a part of the prayers and a part of God's continual blessings upon mm -hmm. our bloodline because we're taking the time to understand we're not just doing it for us. We're doing it for our sentence as well amen that's why we have to be bound bound to christ when we are bound to christ i'm i try to keep us back in center back on the you know everything because it's important for us to you know to know that when we are bound to christ th those feelings and those thoughts and everything that we're doing right now having discussion in, in scripture encouraging one another through the scripture you know, testifying of the goodness of Christ in our lives through scripture and our walk with God. That's important because it's going to encourage and it's going to strengthen each one of us. We might not need it today. We might not need it even tomorrow, but somewhere down the road, we're going to realize that we have to be free in Christ. And when we are free in Christ, this word is going to open up. And also we're going to be so glad to know on the other side that we read God's word because ain't nothing more important than yeah, reading read his word, word, believing him through his word mm -hmm. and trusting him because that's what the enemy is after. He's after our faith in the word of God, trusting him with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. Mm -hmm. Because I'm telling you, when you don't, when you get ready to cross over, you ain't going to be thinking about much of nothing because you can't take nothing out of this world. But that word of God is the seed on the inside of us that God will not reject his word. He said, my word shall not return and revoid. Boy, amen. Over our lives and what we got on the inside 
something that's uh, germinating, we are crying out, I'm a father, because the word tells us who we are. We know our identity is all wrapped up in Christ Jesus. The blood has conquered everything. So I'm just, I'm, I, hey, I'm standing on that. I'm standing on the word of God. Man, uh, something that you said that um, that's interesting because you know I got my new tapes and all my new stuff and uh, I'm working on things as far as future sermons or what have you. And uh, when you were talking about that, all y'all were talking, I thought about this one term. Uh, normally, you hear the opposite of it uh, in 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 the legal system, but I thought about the term blessed by association. Oftentimes people are guilty by association, but of what Jesus did, because we are bound to him, we are connected to him, we are blessed by association. We are victorious by association. In fact, we are victorious, not only because of the blood, of, uh, because of the word of our testimony, but we are victorious because of the blood. Now understand the importance of the blood because over 2000 years before you got here you were victorious already Amen. the Amen. blood was stamped on, on the blood was stained on wood that said you know you talking about written in stone no no the blood was written on wood the blood was written on wood and the blood spoke and the blood said that you were victorious already Amen. before you got here before you were made before you were formed you were victorious before you got here yes. you were a conqueror before you got here so you were yes. blessed by association, you were blessed because of the blood. You were blessed because of the testimony. Yes. You're blessed because of the covenant. Yes. See, see, see. The other part of that is you're blessed because of the covenant. You're still a covenant person. You know, yes. you're, you're, and, and the blessedness of being blessed by association is all of the blessings from the previous covenants. They're still yours legally. Amen. Amen. So, so Amen. while 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 you're not bound to the law, bound to sin, and while you're not bound to the law. You are bound to every blessing from the from Genesis all the way up until now. From Genesis moving forward, you're blessed by association. You're blessed by your confession. You're blessed by the blood. And you're blessed. And you and you're blessed because you have you have this this mediator, this high priest who is your savior, who is yes. is is. is, is it, uh, you know, mediating for you, you know, as a high priest. And then on top of that, you have the Holy Ghost as your seal and your keeper. And, and the blood is our life source. Life yes. source. So we have yes. eternal life because of that blood. Yes. That blood. Nothing so, Jesus did was a waste. Everything no, was no. a dispensation to be no. rolled out in time. You no. know what I'm saying? So no. that blood still speaks. Like he said about yeah. Abel. Abel's blood Cry was shed. Okay, innocent blood. It still cries out from the grave. It's in the yes. New Testament. So God lets us know that ain't nothing going to waste. Nothing right. is going to waste. Right. I, I was telling Thomas this, what, about a year ago. I said, when you look at the Old Testament versus the New Testament, even from a legal standpoint for our salvation, you look at two carpenters, okay? Think about it. In scripture, you got two carpenters. One had to be obedient. And through his obedience, through the first carpenter's obedience, the world was saved, mm -hmm. okay? And the world was saved by him being obedient using wood. Mm -hmm. The second carpenter, 
<laughs> the second carpenter came along, who was a carpenter. And instead of him building on wood, he died on wood. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So he saved the world. Two carpenters who saved the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No. One had to save by being obedient to build with wood. Mm -hmm. And one had to be obedient by dying on wood. Amen. Christ. No way Christ. No way Christ. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. And I know that I, I know that the Lord truly wants us to identify with our old man versus Amen. our new man because he doesn't want us to live in condemnation. He wants us to this relationship has to be so fluid with us and God that this, this Holy Spirit is just singing to us and we're singing back to him mm -hmm. and we're walking along this journey. You know what I'm saying? And we're just so delighted, so delighted to know him. Be, because we're going to know him in fullness after this, in after fullness this. after this. Mm -hmm. So right now, just having a glimpse of all of this goodness, a glimpse of how much he loves us when he wipes us up and cleanses us and wipe our tears and mend, mend our hearts and lavish his blessings and his miracles upon us. I mean, we ain't nothing. We, we ain't nothing, but God loves us just that much. So that's why he's like, wake up, my people. I want you to understand this power of grace, the power of faith in my son, Jesus. And don't ever let him go. We got to hold on to him, breathe our last breath. God, I'm holding on to you. You, I ain't going to quit. I'm going to keep screaming until I see your face and hear my name call. And so that's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm, so he is so good. And, and this ain't no illusional thing. He's given us remnants and he's given us confirmations and he's, de he's depositing all of this into our spirits for us to still believe, for us to be like shouting on the inside. There's a victory. There's a praise on the inside mm -hmm. of our inner man, y'all, that's just see? leaping and just yeah. jumping when we hear the, 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 when we think about the condition of our hearts where we used to be mm -mm. we done came a long ways that's why i say don't let the way. enemy trick you don't let him turn you around ain't nothing in the world ain't nothing in the world i don't care if you hit the lottery in the world say they uh-uh i want jesus because i all i need is my bread all i need is what he said you need your manna for today because you don't know what tomorrow gonna bring you need your manna today if your plate got a couple of pieces of uh, bread on it that's all you need that's all we need being greedy and chasing out the, the things of the world and and the broad road what everybody is doing uh-uh uh-uh that that uh-uh you gotta count the cost i don't want nothing in the world that they got superficial material i want it all to be ordained by god give it to me spiritually lord keep me amen because you're gonna need to know how to fight the enemy with your last breath in your body when you know you laying there in that bed and you're about to leave or even if you don't even know you're about to leave but you rejoice in the word of God God all this is recorded all of this is recorded and we are being judged according to how we use this word how it is increased and multiplied in our lives and so we want to continue to glorify him because Jesus name will be exalted his word will always stand he said not a jot nor a tittle will fall from this word until when heaven and earth pass away and he's talking about that uh the bible was written in Aramaic right Hebrew and Aramaic, and he got those little back in the Old Testament, got the little symbols. Those are the jots and the tittles. So mm -hmm. none of that is going to pass away until God says so. So this word is going to last. This word going to hold hold up. Mm -hmm. so Amen. 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 So, Amen. Amen. I'm, I'm going to open the floor if anyone has anything else to say. I'm going to open it right now.
Hey, man, we're going to keep on going then since no one has nothing to say. It's 6.15. Who's going to say something? It's 6.15, baby. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, we got that old sanctified heart in us. We like to stay in church like three, four, five hours, you know. Take a break and then come back. <laughs> come back and finish up another four hours. But uh, I think, thank God for this lesson today. And, you know, I really... I really enjoy talking about the word of God and I really enjoy everyone that has something to say and contribute to it because we are being strengthened when everyone has something to, to bring forth to the table because each of our lives are being, being uh, tried in different ways. We might not sit, face the same trial. We might not face have the same blessing, or, and we might not even have the same uh, uh, zip code or area code. But one thing that I understand and, and enjoy is the fact that the Word of God connects us. The Word of God, the Spirit of the Lord, connects us in 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 our spirit because both all of us. It, it, are living a, a, a life pleasing to God. And we want to do the things that God has has ordained for us to do. So with that being said, we are, we are uplifting each other. We are encouraging each other. And when we speak and when we say things, you know, it's, it's no big I, no little you, you know, and, and I, I love the fact that, you know, I just love talking to, to everybody about Jesus. I just love it, you know, and and I get encouragement and strength when I hear someone else talk about him because it brings me back to those days when I didn't know anything about Jesus. I didn't know, I didn't know, I didn't know that I had a savior until someone came to me and somebody told me about him. And that's that's important. That's great that we could continue that on and we continue to encourage each other to go out and spread the gospel to each other. You know, tell our testimony. Be the be the fruits, have the fruits of the spirit that, that dwells in us and show it to others, you know. And that concludes tonight discussion. And I thank you all for the discussion. And uh, oh yeah, we did put uh in the handout the 613 laws. And I just want to leave you all with that. You all spend some time looking through it and then ask yourself, which one of those laws did I make? Which one of those, well, which one of those laws did I keep? Which one of those laws did I break? And then ask yourself, do I need grace? Do I still need grace? After reading all 613 of them, I found that I needed grace I, because some of them I didn't even know I broke, but they were in there. So I thank God for grace, you know. So when you go through reading uh, some of them, you know, just 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 be thankful, you know, be, be thankful that God has granted us grace, that we do have grace and we are transformed and renewed in Christ Jesus. And those the grace was extended to us before we got saved. And that's what Denise was saying. And I just thank each and every one of us. I, I want to say something also. You, you made me think about a time in my life that <clears throat> I used to like go to funerals and I would feel so close to wanting to know God more before that be my time. 
And, and I remember walking around so broken and hollow, but yet I wanted to know God the way that I'm learning and knowing him today. That was years ago. And I would go to a funeral of a friend or, or, or a loved one. And I would kind of sometimes wonder about their walk and wonder and listen to the message if there is one being um, shared about that person's life. And I just, and I was living, what I'm saying, I was living kind of afraid because I didn't know him enough to feel that I'm ready. Mm -hmm. I'm ready if that should be me in the coffin. And so I, I was kind of like on the fence, like, I want to know you, Lord. And, and I mean, I've seen, I was going to different funerals by myself and I was afraid. I, I went brave, but I left afraid because I'm thinking about that could have, that one day I got an appointment too. And so today, now that I have the hunger and the thirst and the desire and the discipline to want to stay in this word and not be away from it and grow in it and share it and live by it and worship God through his word, I, I, I know that now it is really the food, it is the power, it is the foundation of my faith to help keep me connected to the Holy Spirit of this Bible, mm -hmm. to let me know that my spirit became alive because I'm already connected to him. My flesh is what's going to die. Mm -hmm. And the flesh is, is no good going over to the place where God says in his word, and I think it's in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, Paul talks about us inheriting a new body. And it also talks about in Philippians about we're gonna have a body made like Christ body and so that's going to be that spiritual body that's going to house our newborn again spirits in so right now that's why it's so important for us to be willing to hear the scriptures to read the scriptures to love the scriptures even if we don't understand it just keep on singing in it and keep on looking at it and keep on trying Amen. to break it down and search it out because i don't know nothing i'm just, the holy ghost just pushing it in me and i'm like i've been waiting for years god i want to know your word and i just was crippled in it and now i just feel good knowing that I got something now on the inside of me that's alive that the devil can't take out of me the world Amen. can't get it from me the world can't steal this word because like I said it is God it is God because he's in his word and he is his word and he's of truth so when we watch people talk about him we got to also pay attention to what aura what discernment what fruit are we bearing what are they bearing what fruit are they bearing because we got to be concerned about also conscious of spirits down here because there's so many counterfeits it is false teachers and false uh, people out here emulating the word of God because they're watching those who want it, watching those who's hungering and thirsting after it and want to get it right because the devil is mad because there's so many people that ain't doing it right, don't want to learn it and don't want to walk it and ain't excited about it and can be away from it for days and years and then come back to it. So now I'm like, I'm plugged in because now my eyes are spiritually open. I can see like the word says, the word of God is a lamp to my feet and a light to my, light to my path. Come so on now. Therefore, I know I ain't supposed to be going down there to take nobody to the weed house. Uh-uh. No, I ain't going, I ain't taking you down there. My old life. Uh-uh. I ain't stopping over in that neighborhood. No, I'm not doing that. I don't smoke that. So I'm just saying those were the times where the word of God should have been in me, telling me, speaking to my spirit, get away from that. Cause I could have got a bullet put in my head. So by the grace of God, grace, y'all, grace. grace, that grace is beautiful because mm -hmm. everybody don't have the same amount of grace over their lives to keep getting caught up and messed up and stuff. So once you get free, you better run. I'm talking about run like Kunta Kente was trying free. to get free and stay free. So 
<laughs> That's what I want bubbling up out of me when I wake up and, and Jesus called me out of the grave. I want to be shouting. I want my little bob, my head bopping or whatever my spirit going to be doing. <laughs> I want to be like, God, I'm glad I held on to your word. God, I'm glad I didn't care about people calling me names, talking about you. I don't care nothing about the world, talking about me, ashamed of how I'm looking. When people look, oh, she had like an old lady with the gospel. She had, who cares? Because what you want is liberty and you want to be in eternity and glory that new Jerusalem where that water is running down the stream and where you can bathe it and be ain't no more sickness. you can drink it you can eat it and eat fruit all day and serve God and not be concerned about the sorrows that we have to now hold on and be strong through amen amen okay, amen. Amen. amen we just thank you all and um uh, I'm going to ask uh, Toya if you want to have anything to say before we close out. And we do thank you for joining us today. Yes, we do. I, 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 I don't. Um, I, I enjoy what everyone said. I just kept hearing in my spirit the song. I know it was a bluff for me. So I just kept singing it. But I don't have anything to add. I'm, um, I, I'm, I'm thankful to be on one accord. So I have Amen. And um, I, I, I know God knows that as well. He knows the connections, and he knew that back then. So, Amen. praise Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Marcel, would you you have any closing remarks, or yeah, you, yeah you... I'm, um, I, I really appreciate this handout and everything. Something I wish that uh, we could have grew up with uh, in the '80s, uh, because we were so immersed in the Book of Romans growing up. Uh, but I'm grateful uh, that Thomas did this. That is interesting. And uh, going forward now, it's good to have that, especially where I am uh, and what I'm about to do, half of which only God knows. Uh, but I'm, I am armed. And after getting so many resources like this and those from school today, uh, I am just totally armed to write my dissertation and move forward and do other things with all of this in mind. And um, you... It, it, it sets a precedent and it sets a standard of excellence in terms of writing, um, looking at Romans. It's, it's not just Romans, it's, it's writing God's words in excellence. Mm -hmm. And so it's a reminder, even though it's the word, it's a reminder of how I should write my dissertation going forward. My dissertation should be um, as theologically, theoretically and thematically sound, just as just as Romans four through seven is. Mm -hmm. Amen. 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 So, and it's good to hear from you, ladies, Miss Johnson and uh, Toya. It's good to hear your voice. It's been a while. Oh, uh, you guys too. I, I really enjoy mm -hmm. it. Um, I really do, and I just thank God that I just have such good role models to look up to and to constantly learn from. Um, like my granddad said, you're never too old to learn. So I always be listening and always trying to learn so that I can teach my kids and, you know, so they can teach their kids. So it's just a blessing just to even be here to fellowship with you guys. Just that warm, genuine love and to know that, you know, we, everybody care about each other because the first thing Pops and Mom say like how you how you guys really doing and actually mean it you know 
just a little small little thing, just like a sentence goes a long way. A smile goes a long way. So just to even be able to fellowship with you guys, um, it, it's beautiful. I love it. And I'm going to keep coming back. So hopefully we, I get to get some more of my um, people in my generation to come on and add forth and so they can listen to this good word too. So I'm blessed. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much. So we're going to go ahead and close out with a word of prayer. And I just want you all to know that, that before we start praying, that we love you all and thank you all. Thank you. Father God in heaven, we thank you, Heavenly Father, for all good things that you have bestowed upon us. We thank you, Lord, for being our God and we being your people. We thank you, God, for sending your son, Jesus, to die for our sins. We don't take it for granted. And we praise your name for looking down on us to give us one more chance to say thank you. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for providing all of our needs, Lord, for meeting our needs, for helping us, for protecting us. Lord, we know the devil come to steal, kill, and destroy, but we know that we have life in you. And we trust you, Lord, for all things. Lord, we ask you humbly as your servants to bless each household on this call. We ask you, Heavenly Father, to send, send whatever provisions that you see fit for them to have. We ask you, Lord, to send strength, send courage, send love, send joy, send patience to each household, Lord. Lord, we know the devil comes to steal, kill, and dis destroy what we have worked and built in you, Lord. But Lord, we know that you are a protector and a keeper. And Lord, we know that the devil have no reign in any of our households. Yes. And we plead the blood of Jesus over each, yes. every one person in this house. Lord, we know that nothing will prevail against us. And if the devil is there, we... We cast them out in your name, yes, Jesus, Jesus, away from every situation that goes against it, the saints of God on this call. Lord, we know that each of us have a heart for you. We believe that you have died for our sins and you have, have covered us with your blood. And now, Lord, we ask you to give us wisdom. Give us guidance, give us strength, give us patience, Lord, that to do your will. When we see others, let our light shine, Lord, that they might see you through us. And let us have a word in our belly to speak to them, that they know and let them know that there is freedom and there is liberty in Christ Jesus. Lord, as we leave this call, Lord, we ask you to strengthen us, encourage us, and bless us. We thank you, Lord, for all things. If we can't say nothing or do anything, all that we can say is thank you because thank you, you deserve thank all the Jesus. honor and praise of, uh, in our mouths. Thank now, Lord, we thank you and we bless your name. We love you and ask you to give us strength, give us restful sleep, heal our bodies, heal our minds and our hearts. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 So you all go with God. We love you all, and um, we're always available. So just hit us up. Get your faith up. And yeah, don't forget, get your faith up. <laughs> get your faith up. <laughs> get your faith up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So if y'all need need t-shirts, let us know. Just text us y'all y'all shirt size, and we'll get y'all one. Live, please. <laughs> Same here. Okay. <laughs> Oh. <laughs>
<laughs> okay, y'all. Three. Okay. All right. Y'all okay, have, have a good, good one. Okay. Have a good Bye. one. Bye. Love you guys. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.